Exciting news at This Week Health. Starting May 16th, our keynote show is moving to Thursdays. Catch every episode weekly on our This Week Health conference channel. Don't miss conversations with top health system leaders designed to transform healthcare one connection at a time. Subscribe to This Week Health conference and stay updated every Thursday. Today in Health IT, we're going to do a news roundup. We're going to take a look at Microsoft. We're going to take a look at Amazon. We're going to take a look at AI. We're going to take a look at uh, some of the virtual nursing that's going on. A lot of interesting stuff out there, and we're going to cover it. My name is Bill Russell. I'm a former CIO for a 16 hospital system and creator of This Week Health, a set of channels and events dedicated to transform healthcare one connection at a time. We want to thank our show sponsors who are investing in developing the next generation of health leaders, SureTest, Artisite, Parlance, Certify Health, Notable, and ServiceNow. Check them out at thisweekhealth.com slash today. Let's see. Ah, one last thing. Share this podcast with a friend or colleague. Use it as a foundation for daily or weekly discussions on the topics that are relevant to you and the industry. They can subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, here's what we're going to do today. We are going over to our news site, thisweekhealth.com slash news. There are six news stories out here, and we're going to hit them and look at uh, what they have to say. This is available to you. It's actually still in pre-release. We're working through the kinks on it, but you can view the news from around the internet, around healthcare and at the intersection of technology and healthcare. You can even sign up for a daily newsletter and have this stuff delivered straight to your inbox. So the first comes from the Sioux Falls Business Journal. I know, isn't it? Isn't it amazing? We can we can pull from anywhere. Anyway, Avera pioneers virtual nursing monitoring programs, freeing up bedside nurses, ensuring constant patient assistance. Launched at Avera McKinnon Hospital, Avera St. Mary's Hospital supports task life like admission assessment, medication reconciliation, pain reassessments. Program aims to aims at effective patient care. Virtual nurses work with bedside nurses. Use tech for communication tasks developed pre-COVID, expanded during the pandemic, aiming to integrate with rural facilities tentatively. Plans expansion, initial feedback, positive, reduced falls, improved patient monitoring noted. That's just a summary that it, of the overall website. I didn't read from the actual article. So this expansion of virtual nursing is happening everywhere. If if your health system, I, I, my guess is you're already piloting it, you're already expanding it. It is happening everywhere. It's part of this overall command center concept of being able to centralize and deliver services to a broader group of people. It's really an efficiency play. It is a, a way to extend the careers of some of your retiring nurses. It's a way of uh, bringing your new nurses that are just coming at you pretty quickly now uh, up to speed on some things. So it's a way of leveraging the historical knowledge with the future generation. So very interesting, awesome concept. Love what they're doing at Avera. I think that's one of our sponsors. Artisite is actually doing that. Check them out. Microsoft's multi $10 billion bet on healthcare. This comes to us from the medical futurist. I, I follow the medical futurist. I find it to be uh, really good content. And on this story, they really talk about just all the things that Microsoft is doing in the healthcare space. And it is pretty extensive. So Microsoft's understated yet substantial involvement in healthcare includes AI and cloud computing enhancements for medical practices 
and patient care. Key investments such as Nuance and OpenAI partnership underline Microsoft's dedication to healthcare AI integrations. Its cautious healthcare tech approach draws from past setbacks, focusing on cloud services and AI for improved healthcare data connectivity and decision-making. Despite being less visible than Google or Amazon in healthcare, Microsoft's contributions are considerably impactful and effectively advancing future medical solutions. In fact, I would say Microsoft's, let's say, measured approach to healthcare over the recent years has been really well received. And I think they have made the most progress, especially in regard to partnering with health systems. And oddly enough, I would say Google's probably a second and Amazon's probably a third in that category, mostly because Amazon's trying to compete. So Amazon clearly is out there trying to compete, whereas Microsoft and Google are enablers for the health systems. So if we're measuring it based on the health systems use of these technologies, we're seeing Google make inroads, we're seeing Microsoft's just uh, pervasive at this point. And I think their investments will continue. I, I love Satya is everywhere. Satya just seems to understand AI and its impact. It under, he understands the, the need to really cannibalize your own business. I've seen ways where he is not trying to protect some little section of their, their business. He is allowing other businesses within Microsoft to consume businesses within the market as well. So uh, very interesting culture he's created, very interesting set of technologies they're going to market with. Next one, uh, there was a, a study done. Uh, Avante cybersecurity research firms finds that tech savvy employees, not as presumed younger professionals, less than 40, more likely to discard security guidelines, increasing vulnerabilities, age-based tech savviness stereotypes could mislead organizations under 40s, less likely to report phishing emails. Avante suggests relying on tech interventions rather than employees' judgment. That's probably not a bad idea, to be honest with you. I think the thing that they really found in this study is that people under the age of 40 are willing to take more risks. Think about it. They're willing to take more risks with their privacy. We have seen that privacy just degrade over time. People who are older tend to be a little leery of putting their privacy information out there, whereas the younger generation are like, yeah, they have it anyway. What's the big deal? The problem is when you take that into the corporate world and that mindset in the corporate world, that can create some challenges for you. So I, I think that story is on there because I think this is an important distinction for us. The younger generation, just because they're tech savvy, does not mean that they understand privacy and security better. In fact, they may flaunt the privacy and security guidelines of your organization because they know better. We all did when we were young. That's just just the way it is. I'm going to skip this one, but The Guardian, there's an article on how digital twins may enable personalized health treatment worth taking a look at. I will go quickly over this. NVIDIA CEO Jensen Huang says AI powerhouse is always in peril despite $1.1 trillion market cap. We don't have to pretend we feel it. This is from Fortune Magazine. It's really interesting I think that somebody with a $1.1 trillion market cap sees that the AI marketplace is changing so rapidly that he's worried about the their business. That one specifically is out there to remind us that we are not immune in healthcare just because we have very large businesses and large endowments and those kinds of things. We have to keep an eye on this technology, keep an eye on its advancements and leverage it where we can and guard against it where we cannot.
the last article, we, we've been wondering what Amazon's going to do with regard to ChatGPT. And you knew they were going to be coming after it. Obviously, they made a huge investment in an AI organization. But this is from ZDNet. I haven't read ZDNet stuff in a long time. But anyway, this showed up in my feed. I put it out there on the site. Amazon is working on its own ChatGPT competitor, Meet Project Olympus. Inside sources reveal Amazon is gearing up to release the most advanced LLM to date. According to reports, while Amazon has not sh uh, shied away from developing and adopting generative AI across its different platforms, the company is yet to unveil its own rival to ChatGPT. However, a new report suggests the company is investing millions into a new large language model. On Wednesday, information, the information published a report that revealed Amazon is building its own conversational LLM codenamed Olympus. The report was informed by a person with direct knowledge. Olympus is being developed to be sold under to corporate customers, much like the enterprise solution that OpenAI and Microsoft offer, such as ChatGPT Enterprise and Microsoft Copilot, according to the report. Amazon's new LLM is supposedly to be used to power new features in its online retail store, Alexa voice assistant across its Echo devices, and its Amazon Web Services unit, according to the Insider. Olympus could be announced as soon as the upcoming AWS reInvent 2023 event and is slated to perform better than Titan, a group of LLMs that AWS is currently selling to cloud customers and whose capacity is inferior to competitors such as OpenAI's GPT-4. According to Reuters report, informed by two people familiar with the matter, Olympus will have two trillion parameters. Wow. For context, GPT-4, OpenAI's most advanced LLM has one trillion parameters, making Amazon's model twice as big and potentially one of the largest LLMs ever built, according to the report. It's interesting. This is moving quickly. And I don't know, one, one trillion versus two trillion, smarter, better, faster. I guess that remains to be seen. Maybe there's other factors that go into how advanced the LLM will perform. I'm not entirely sure about that. I do know that there's a drive towards large or towards smaller as well. So you have larger and you have smaller. And maybe the large language models will be larger. And then you have these uh, distinct AI models that are smaller. And then the idea to orchestrate these AI models together to get more relevant and um, anyway, more relevant and uh, specialized. It's interesting. It's broader and more specialized returns on the request that you make. So if you have a if you have a a smaller model that is trained specifically on neurosurgery, then if you ask it a neurosurgery question, as the thinking goes, it will have a a better, more specific answer. Whereas if you ask a large language model, it may not. And so you have these large and large language models traditionally have been very bad at math. And so you have the ability to have a math AI model and you have all of these work together. You can get better uh, answers, better solutions. That's how the human brain works. It'll be interesting to see if that's how these things evolved. I think all these stories work together. If you haven't yet, check out our new site, thisweekhealth.com slash news. Sign up for the daily newsletter. Again, still in uh, beta. You're going to see some mistakes on it, I'm sure, as we work through some of the kinks of the system. We plan to go live January 1st. We'll see how things progress. All right, that's all for today. Don't forget to share this podcast with a friend or colleague. 
We want to thank our channel sponsors who are investing in our mission to develop the next generation of health leaders. SureTest, Articite, Parlance, Certify Health, Notable, and ServiceNow. Check them out at thisweekhealth.com slash today. Thanks for listening. That's all for now.